Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a football podcast with Safad Dean. Tyler, you just named every single team in the AFC, so uh, congrats to you. Thank you for, for doing that. Tyler Dragon. And the Bay is better than L.A. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Did I say the Bay is better than L.A.? And Josina Anderson. Hanging out with Fabulous last night. Can't leave you alone. I know I'm feeling on, but I gotta let you go. <laughs> boom, boom. Each week, our USA Today Sports Plus Insiders talk axes analyze O's, and bring you behind the scenes. Exclusive, entertaining, insightful, because they know football. But what's it called? It's a football podcast. All right, guys, it's the final week of the NFL season. Uh, We saw Odell Beckham Jr. catch his fifth touchdown of the season with the Rams wasn't Baker Mayfield's fault. We saw Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs take a huge L to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and the Cincinnati Bengals. A bunch of teams clinched for the playoffs. We got some exciting matchups for the final week of the season. But if anybody paid attention to the NFL over the weekend, the biggest story was obviously uh, Antonio Brown, the receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no longer a receiver, so they say, for the Bucks. After he uh, took off his jersey, left the sideline, waved to the crowd on his way into the tunnel and off the field during the third quarter of the Buccaneers' comeback win over the Jets. Um, Tyler Josina, uh, just seeing this unfold was probably one of the most unique things I've ever seen in an NFL weekend. Um, and it just the story just caught fire from there. Uh, Tyler and Josina, what were your some, some of your first impressions when you saw Antonio Brown kind of video of him on, on the field and, and throwing his clothes off and throwing in the stands and, and making his exit. Well, it's easy to criticize Antonio Brown for his abrupt exit uh, in New York. It was, he created a scene. It was wild. It, it was bizarre. Um, it was selfish. Um, being a part of a team sport, you can't quit on your team in the middle of a game. And it's going to be hard for him to gain uh, trust and respect in the locker room if he ends up, you know, with another NFL franchise. But with all that being said, the biggest thing that jumped out to me is I hope Antonio Brown seeks the help that he needs. At this point, it's bigger than football, and he really needs professional help right now because he's it's just a terrible look all the way around. But You also have to, like Tom Brady said, have compassion and empathy for the person because what he's doing isn't normal behavior. And what he's doing, it it just seems that something is off. So I hope he seeks help. The biggest thing is that it's clearly indicative of the breakdown of trust and communication, clearly. I think that's just the, the biggest assessment that you take away from that. 
um, once the vax card situation happened after Bruce Arians made the proclamation, I believe it was September 2nd, um, that the team was 100% vaxxed, um, you know, and to put his uh, seal of approval on that and then have the opportunity to get another wide receiver in Odell Beckham Jr., again, making another public comment and saying, we don't need OBJ because we have AB. And that to me is another time on the timeline, letting you know what he, he being Bruce Arians knew and did not know at that point for him to make that statement publicly when it comes to the Vax card situation. And then for the chef to accuse Antonio Brown of not paying him and, you know, the, the coach and the organization initially uh, back AB and then for everything to unravel from there, um, one was a, a, a impetus for loss of trust, breakdown of communication. Um, and it was just embarrassing, um, you know, for those who were, you know, feeling like they were endorsing him for Antonio Brown to go through it publicly and just all the way around. And those, that is just like the beginning of hard feelings, right? Um, or just the, you know, the, the harvest ground for hard feelings. And so even as you try to move forward in a football game, right, those dynamics are still at play. I don't know. I just think that there's more layers to that. You never know the entire thing until you hear all the characters from, from all, from all characters in a cast that you never even know the entire story. I agree. I think, uh, you know, our, our colleague at USA Today Sports, Mike Jones reported there was some, you know, uh, I guess miscommunication or disagreements between Brown and between, you know, the Buccaneers and the, the practices leading up to the Jets game. I, if you guys remember last week, he practiced fully on Wednesday and then didn't practice on Thursday and Friday. So um, some early indications was a flare up of an ankle. Um, but also you don't know what kind of happened between Brown and the Buccaneers in those days. And then, you know, leading up to that third quarter in the game where um, he's on the sideline, he may have received word from a coach or had a conversation with Bruce Arians and was led to the fact that Mike Evans and OJ Howard had to try to console him on the sideline, um, you know, before he took his jersey off and threw it under the branch and, and made his exit. Um, you know, obviously, and, and Justine, you brought up the incentives. Antonio Brown needed, you know, eight more catches, 55 receiving yards, and another receiving touchdown. And he would have had a million dollars in bonus money if he made all of those, um, you know, if he reached all those milestones. So uh, this is obviously a situation that's, you know, Tom Brady called it difficult, asked for empathy and compassion when, when thinking about it. Um, Bruce Arians the next day on Monday, you know, said, you know, we love AB, we hope he gets help, but um, you know, it's really unfortunate when you look at the Bucks because you lost Chris Godwin, you lost Antonio Brown. You're going to be depending on a lot of guys at the bottom of the bench and practice squad guys um, who aren't Mike Evans, who aren't Rob Gronkowski, and who aren't Leonard Fournette. And at some point in these playoffs, they're going to have an opportunity or they're going to have a series or two in the game where they could use a guy like Chris Godwin. They could use a guy like A.B. to, to get the ball out and, and convert on third down. And, and it could be a reason why the Bucks ultimately go from, you know, a, a possible chance to repeat as Super Bowl champions to, you know, not not making the not making the Super Bowl at all this year. Yeah, I, I agree with you, uh, Sophit. The loss of A.B., the loss of uh, Chris Godwin, I think that's too much for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to overcome. Not to mention, you do have Leonard Fournette coming off of an injury. 
So the Tampa Bay, they're banged up right now. But to lose uh, a Chris Godwin, who was your number one receiver this season, and then to compound matters, the AB is gone. That that's a lot of loss of talent uh, for the reigning uh, Super Bowl champions, and I just don't see them coming out of the NFC anymore after this ordeal. Yeah, I think the Bucks probably the their their best matchup in the playoffs is if the 49ers stay right where they are. Um, if they can face Trey Lance in the first round of the playoffs, I can see them moving on to the second round. I'm not sure if any other matchup really favors them in that same sense. Um, but you know, it's all, it's all going to be really interesting to see when the playoffs do start in a couple weeks. AB, no matter what you think about him, is still one of the top receivers in the National Football League. Uh, you know, when I was at USC, there was a practice that he had out there. It was maybe about three, four years ago. I can't remember. And it was him, OBJ, um, I can't remember who it was there, but there's a few people. Anyways, AB was doing this, uh, cone drill on the field it had these small cones I think I might even still have the video in my phone if I go back and look for it but you know how you set them apart you do these agility drills let me tell you I have never seen someone's feet move so fast in that drill and I've seen a lot of feet <laughs> doing those drills over my time covering the NFL and when I talk about and and like even OBJ but AB's feet are on a different level Okay. And, Mm -hmm. and coaches, GMs, what have you, they're not stupid. I just spoke to someone earlier today. I already know if he get, if whatever the, I'm trying to figure out what the bucks are going to do. They're negotiating with the union, with this situation, AB's still going to, you know, want certain things owed to him financially. We'll see if he goes to waivers. We'll see if a, a team try to block him. If he ends up free, like, you know, OBJ has, and he wants a job in the NFL, he will have it. He will have a job. So, End of story. <laughs> End so, Josina, I I do agree with you mm-hmm. to an, an extent, but let me ask you this: How long ago was that when he was at USC doing those drills? How many years ago was that? I just said I don't know if it was three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, exactly three or four years ago. You're so not going to say AB this, lost a step, are you? No, 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 no. I do think he has lost. He's even three, he, three years even old. Even if he's lost a step, that's all conventional his loss, wisdom. His yeah, loss of a step no. would only bring him back to the cream of you know. The, and again, the, the, the and again, yes. And yeah. I and I agree with you. He, I think this, he has lost a step. However, he is no. still one of the better receivers in National Football. Right. But then, not, then, there was an argument. There was a legit case that Antonio yeah. Brown was the best receiver in the National Football League. Yes, from 2015 no, to 2017, there was, there was, there was no, no debate. Yet. Now he's not in the discussion. So, yeah. I mean, that means he's lost something. Because he is not better than Devontae Adams. Uh-huh. He's not better uh, than DeAndre Hopkins when DeAndre Hopkins is healthy. He's not better than Cooper Cup. So he has lost something. He's 33 years old. Yeah, I would say he's 33 years old, and he's been through it all. When you look at how his career ended in Pittsburgh, how he had a cup of coffee with the uh, the Patriots, uh, and that, that's right after the Raiders debacle where he lost a lot of money there and a huge contract that he got out of. And now this with Tampa Bay here. But look, you have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on the same team, and there was games where Antonio Brown was still the number one receiver for for Tom Brady and the Bucks. All right, this is the second leading active uh, receiver in yards, um, you know, that, that was playing here besides Julio Jones. Like, 
This is a supreme talent, a supreme uh, player with his feet, with his hands, his eye coordination, um, the ability to catch almost everything that comes his way. And, uh, you know, Josina, you mentioned everybody's kind of looking to see what the Bucks do and stuff. And we saw AB kind of release a song and then he's popping up courtside at the Nets game on Monday night. Yeah, and fabulous if I was, night. If I was in New York for a couple extra days, I'd be hanging Can out and doing some things alone. too, you know? I know I'm <laughs> oh, God. We got the singing part of the. We got the singing part of the. That's the fabulous song you think of. Fabulous got some slow tracks. I know that's Diddy, Tyler. but that he had his part in there. <laughs> I wow. would say, listen, AB, I don't know if he comes. I don't think he's going to come back this season. I don't see Bruce Arians walking back on his word, but. You don't think he's going mean, to come back you, this season? Why not? I think if AB, I, I think they need to treat this like a Dennis Rodman situation. Let AB have a couple of days in New York and bring him back because the Bucks Who's could there? use AB to win the Super Bowl. Pronouns. I don't know who you're talking about. The Bucks could use AB in the Super Bowl. Oh, you mean bring him back? Let him have a couple of days off and bring him back. If you still got him signed, he can make his incentives, make his money, help you win a Super Bowl. And at the end of the day, the Bucks look like the team that's welcoming him back after he has all of these quote unquote maybe issues that he's dealing with. They haven't officially released him yet at the time of this podcast. They haven't released him yet. So that is uh, still a possibility. Tyler, your, your Kansas City Chiefs, man, they, they took a huge L last week to the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow. Uh, is just like red hot right now. And Jamar Chase might have clinched Offensive Rookie of the Year with that performance, 266 yards against the Chiefs on Sunday. Um, the Bengals kind of did the Titans a favor here, handing the Chiefs a loss. The Titans kind of, they beat the Dolphins, and they're going to have the number one seed right now, and really good chance the Titans could keep the number one seed, and I think that would be even more instrumental for the Titans' playoff run if – Running back Derrick Henry is able to come back from his foot injury um, that's been sidelined him since November 1st, so about two months now. Uh, Tyler, what, what's, what do you think of the top of the AFC? It's it's Titans, it's Chiefs, it's Bengals, but I think, uh, I think the Bengals made a huge statement, and the Titans might just benefit from it as well. Yeah, the Bengals made a massive statement in that game. It was a signature win for Zach Taylor, Joe Burrow, and, and the entire franchise. That was the biggest Bengals win since probably 2015 when they made uh, the playoffs. That was the last time they reached the postseason. For them to go out there, I, I know the city of Cincinnati was really hyped for that game. It was a, a measuring stick type of game, a playoff type atmosphere. And they got, they pulled it off. They got down behind early 14 to zero and rallied back. Joe Burrow, he doesn't even look like he uh, suffered a season ending injury last year. And he's really galvanized that franchise. And um, Zach Taylor even told me he put an edge to that whole team. And the team is playing with an edge now. And defensively, quietly, they are pretty good too. Trey Hendrickson has been a good free agent addition. Uh, Chidobia Wuzier has been a good addition. So the Bengals, they're a force to be reckoned with in the AFC. And that, like I said, and like you said, that was a signature win. But when it's all sh shakes out, I still, you know, I'm well, you know, I want to say <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs are still the best team in the AFC. Yes, that was a bad loss to the uh, Bengals. Uh, they, they still can't guard 
uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is still uh, running for a touchdown He's right still now. Running right now, right? He's <laughs> still running right now for another touchdown. <laughs> Man, maybe if the Chiefs play him again, you know, Jamar should they'll give Jamar Chase some Kansas City barbecue, slow him down a little bit. But <laughs> I like that. But, I like that. Uh, then the Tennessee Titans, though, now I have to touch on them. They did – the Bengals did do them a favor. They have the number one seed. If they win on Sunday, they will clinch the top spot in the AFC. But if Derrick Henry comes back, that is a game changer for the Titans. With Derrick Henry, they're a legit Super Bowl contender. Without him, though, I do not have them reaching the Super Bowl Um this season because he is the workhorse running back, the MVP type player that the Titans desperately need mm-hmm. to get them over the hump. And if he comes back though, that changes the ball game in the AFC. If he's injured or 50%, 75%, it's still the Kansas City Chiefs for me. They're the best team overall in the AFC despite the hiccup in Cincinnati. But these the Bengals, they're a legit team. Then you have, you know, the Colts who have not uh, clinched a playoff spot yet, but they have a good running game in Jonathan Taylor. That's a blueprint for success in the playoffs. Uh, Who else do you have? You have the Bills. (laughs) Don't forget about the Bills. Go through the whole AFC while you're at it. Don't forget about AI. I'm saying the the Bills, the Bills, the Bills do have a legit (laughs) chance to go to the AFC championship game too. So I have to mention the Bills too. I'm not even gonna mm-hmm. say anything about the Chargers. I'm not even gonna say anything about the Chargers, but I, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. they're a sleeper team as well. <laughs> so I did name the whole of the AFC. Yes. Every team has a chance. Every team has a chance. But Chelsea's like, yes, the Chiefs no have the best for Tyler. <laughs> the Chiefs have the best chance. You know, I got a text from Mr. Uh, Chestnut this morning that said, uh, uh, "Mr. Chestnut, my cable went out last night. I just I was asking if the Browns win." So, you know, I, I don't got enough. I don't. I got a, enough. Uh, just a humble, yeah, a humble DM. Yeah, I, I, I don't got enough of that, Tyler. Okay. A humble DM from from Morris Chestnut. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Justina. <laughs> he is a co-host of my show. You know, don't be mad. But just a humble, humble, humble DM. From oh, and, Chester. and you know, Go and ahead. you know what? Please, y'all continue because I literally have to take this call. I, I apologize. Whoa! All right, so Justina has some breaking news. She has to tend to. We love it on It's a Football Podcast here. Uh, Tyler, you just named every single team in the AFC, so uh, congrats to you. Thank you for, for doing that. I, I did. I took, plenty a deep of dive. To to. I took a deep dive into also, the AFC. I'd also like to uh, uh, share share a grievance. I'm really disappointed. Producer Emily didn't hit, hit the sound when you mentioned uh, your favorite team. Uh, that didn't happen. And um, I'm going to pick the Chiefs again. See, that's that's what we need, Producer Emily. Bring the energy. Bring the energy every time we need it. Look, Tyler, Derrick Henry coming back from this foot injury, I I don't like this at all for Derrick Henry. Um, You know, who knows how far along in his recovery he is. You know, this could be an injury where, you know, who knows if he's 70, 80 percent, should he play? Is it worth it playing? I mean, it's tough because if Derrick Henry suffers a setback or Derrick Henry injures himself again or, you know, does not become the same runner that he is after playing, and, you know, whatever, how many playoff games and has any wear and tear that they're going to put him through in the postseason, you don't know what kind of effects that could have for the rest of his career. He's already a hard runner. 
Um, having a foot injury already is not encouraging, especially because of how much the Titans depend on him offensively. But, you know, kudos to Tennessee, kudos to Ryan Tannehill and the Titans, Mike Vrabel and the Titans staff for getting that team to the number one seed. I got to look up who the Titans are playing this week real quick and see, because I think they're going to win out. I don't think Kansas City has a chance to really uh, come back and win the number one seed. Who's Tennessee playing this week? They are at the... If the Titans lose, at Kansas Houston. City has a chance. But, yeah, they're not going to lose. They're playing Houston. Houston Texans. <laughs> I don't know. Your Chargers, your Chargers, yeah, your Chargers lost true. to the Houston Texans. That is I would, true. I would say I, I think Kansas City being the number two seed, uh, look, I think they're still going to be the most feared team in this playoffs. Um, so being ahead of the Bengals helps them a lot. And also think, Tyler, if the, if the Chargers are able to sneak in at seven, Chargers, Chiefs, first round of the playoffs, I mean, that's probably the biggest game in the entire playoff if that does happen, getting to see Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes go against each other once again. Yeah, that would be an exciting game. Those two teams split the season series this year, but I still think the Chiefs are the better, more rounded team. Uh, they have to shore up that defense, though, especially uh, that secondary. Like I said, Jamar Chase running wild, uh, mm-hmm. most receiving yards in a single game by a rookie, uh, broke the rookie receiving record in uh, that game. Uh, so the Chiefs, we know what they can do offensively when everybody is healthy. They have the best trio in the National Football League. Yes, they but do. defensively, it's an issue. And also the offensive line. They had some offensive linemen hurt against the Bengals last week. It kind of affected them a little bit, uh, their uh, tackle. So they need to shore up things along the line. That's the biggest reason why they lost the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year, and their secondary needs to play better in the postseason. If that happens, it's a big if, but if that happens, the Chiefs are going all the way and winning the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. Tyler, there was a team that made a huge rebound this week, a team you you supported, you were all the way riding for, you completely jumped off their bandwagon, so I really want to know if you're going to jump back on. But Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, he tried to tell everybody Dallas was trash, and he was right. He got another win in AT&T Stadium, another win in Jerry World, with a huge win over the Cowboys last week. Um, I think that was a real statement win for the Cardinals, especially after losing three straight they had the best record in the league. They gave it up. They dropped all the way to the fifth seat still with that win. But um, you're looking at a Dallas team as well on the other side, Tyler, where uh, they've had some really easy wins and favorable wins to help them up in the schedule. And for them to face a good team like the Cardinals, you know, they weren't able to win at home, um, especially with all the weapons that they have on offense, especially with the defense has played so well this season. Um, Tyler, are you back on the Cardinals bandwagon? It's funny how you say that, you know, I jumped off the bandwagon of the Cardinals, but you, you dove been, off uh, last week. You dove you off have, last week. You have not said a peep about the Miami Dolphins. Oh, you this is. Have not, you have not even name dropped right. the Miami Dolphins you're right. once. You're right. <laughs> podcast. You want to know why, Tyler? Why? Why? Go ahead. This is a, this is a podcast about playoff teams, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> Last week, this, you were all high in the Dolphins, yes, winning streak. Yeah. And now, you know now, now you're yeah. somewhere in, you know, South Beach, uh, yeah. about to get in the ocean. But it's all right. This. Good thing, good thing there's plenty more to do in Miami than watch the Dolphins. Yeah, good oh, thing there's is, plenty more is, to do. That That is true. Um, the Cardinals, uh, they did show me a little something. You know, they were able to persevere and, you know, get 
off the snide. They had a three-game losing streak. Their defense was playing bad in that losing streak, making penalties, mental mistakes. It was just terrible. But to go into AT&T Stadium, Jerry World, and beat a legit uh, playoff team in the Dallas Cowboys, that was a good psychological win for the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, I don't know if you know this, but he is 8-0 as a starter at AT&T Stadium, dating back to high school. He has never lost at AT&T Stadium, and he is 9-0 just as a player at AT&T Stadium, dating back to high school. So if the Cardinals, if the playoffs were to begin today, the Cardinals will be in Dallas again playing the Cowboys. If I'm Kyler Murray, I have all the confidence in the world. I've never lost here. This this is my home. <laughs> this is my home field. This should be called if Kyler Murray wins again at AT&T Stadium, they might as well call it Kyler Murray Stadium at, at Dallas because he's never lost. Um, but it's bigger than him, though. The Cardinals defense played well finally in this game after mm-hmm. some hiccups in weeks prior. And if they really get DeAndre too. Hopkins back again, I know it's a long shot. I see you shaking your head, but that is a game changer as well. That opens the entire offense up. He has an effect on their offense, the same effect that Derrick Henry has to the Titans offense. DeAndre Hopkins is arguably the best wide receiver in the National Football League. He allows A.J. Green to be that number two receiver, Christian Kirk to be 2B-ish receiver. Then you have Chase Edmonds in the backfield. James Conner is going to come back healthy. This Cardinals team, they, they, they're legit. Now, they have some hiccups, but they seem to rectify everything. I'm interested to see how they play on Sunday versus a Seattle team, a Seattle team that got a big win last week. It's not just playing for pride at this point. So it's got it, the Cardinals, if they want to go into the playoffs with some momentum, win this weekend versus the Seattle Seahawks. And then if they go to Dallas, I, I, I might have to pick the Cardinals. I might have to pick the Cardinals. You Kyler see, Murray's like, 8 no. I just, I just don't understand why these teams are, like, so hell-bent on bringing back their star players from injury at the postseason. Like, I understand. I understand Stop it. You're trying to play for a ring. Come yeah, on, but, man. like, DeAndre Hopkins is about to have knee surgery or didn't he have it already. <laughs> like, what kind of surgery is going to come back in three weeks and be able to be one at his best Two, not rusty. Three, in shape. And then four, be able to actually ball out and help them win, you know, a playoff game and a Super Bowl title. I mean, so I think the Cardinals are moving hurt. on without them. So we know if you're hurt, you are hurt. You are, you are not playing hurt. You are it's, not. You got to be 100. Stop it has to yeah, be 100% yeah. to play it, it again. It has to be. It has you to can't, be. You, you can't even have a bruise. Stop not, it is not I'm, playing I'm with not a talk- bruise. It's a big difference between having a bruise and having a strain than having a surgery and coming back three weeks later. I don't know what players do that. I don't know what players and coaches are like, all right, yeah, let's put him in the game because give us, you know, if Derrick Henry is going to be a decoy, don't play him at all. If DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a decoy, don't play them at all. If they can't be effective for you, they shouldn't be on the field. And I think these teams are going to realize that. But we can't be saying like, oh, if DeAndre Hopkins is back after surgery, oh, if Derrick Henry comes back two months after surgery, I mean, these guys have to heal. They have to get back in shape. They have to this is you know, get back to a workload that, that's that's suitable for them to help their team win a game. It's not just going to happen like that overnight, Tyler. You that's know a that. good that's point, Safa, because, uh, you know, the, the assumption is that if uh, if Derrick Henry comes back, that he's coming back in the same shape. 
No, yeah, so it's obviously going to be rest involved. So there's always, you know, this con- conditioning, you know, or and, and not even so much in, endurance, game endurance <clears throat> over four quarters. So that that is definitely up. And then as far as DeAndre Hopkins, well, he's not coming back, so we're not going to talk about DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Let Tyler know that again, please, Justina. DeAndre Hopkins is not coming back. I mean, I'm just saying the Cardinals left a window open. No, he's not coming back. back. The window he's, closed. He's, there's no, there's, there's no crack, Tyler. There's no crack. <laughs> there's no crack. He's not coming back. He's not. They could go back. side AB if they really want a receiver, right? Kime <laughs> saying that in public is trying to keep the fans, you know, titillated and engaged and what have you. He's yeah, not coming back. something to hang on to. Everybody. What if they reach? What if they reach the Super Bowl? If they reach the Super Bowl, he's not coming back. He might be chilling on the sideline. He'll come back for the game, probably. Hanging around I, the team. I wish I actually would have seen him yesterday. He was in the building, but I didn't run into him. Um, but anyway, so I, I, I totally hear you on that. It, t- it definitely takes time. You want to do the right thing. Um, and even with Derek, though, I do agree with Tyler that it does increase their formid- uh, formidability because obviously there will be mm-hmm. some plays that you can use them, and sometimes that's all you need, <laughs> you know. So, sometimes that is all you need, yeah. Sometimes that's all you need. Uh, guys, there are a couple teams on the bubble here heading into the final week. Um, the Colts haven't clinched yet. The Chargers and Raiders got a big-time matchup. Uh, the Ravens and Steelers still still have a little glimmer of hope. You said the Colts haven't clinched, and then you said who else? The, the Chargers. Chargers and Raiders got a, got a kind of win-in game here. Whoever wins that game Sunday night is going to get the last seed in the AFC. Um, but still, I think the Ravens and Steelers have a little chance if everybody kind of does lose out, um, you know, if the Colts lose out especially. Um, over in the NFC, the 49ers and Saints are on the say, bubble. I that airplane chicken, I think. But go ahead. Airplane chicken? What? Oh, you got some chicken on the airplane. God. <laughs> I know Tyler said don't eat when you're – and I was thinking about that. But, but yeah, I know. What kind I'm of chicken you got on the plane, girl? Because, well, this is what it was, is that the girl – Anytime the girl beside me would open her mask and take a drink, I would just close my mask. And I know she noticed I was doing it, and then I felt like she started playing with me. So, like, when I opened, when I started to put mine up, then she would take her. Like, seriously, like, we did that the whole trip. And then I was just laughing at her because I was watching City of Lies. I was like, really, dude? So, she, you know, she tried to act like she didn't know she was reading her book. But she noticed I was doing it. So, anytime she opened up her mask, I put the cover over my food, closed up my stuff, put the napkin on my thing. And then as soon as I try to drink, then she tried to like hurry up and take a drink. I was like, really? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I'm just thinking. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, 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 I got, I got, I got, I got two things. Mm-hmm. One, now, this is a lesson: do not eat on a plane. You're only, you're only like three hours. That was only like a three hour flight. It's hard not to eat when there's when you see other people eating. You couldn't eat before. You couldn't huh? eat before the flight. You couldn't eat uh, before the flight. You couldn't. I don't think I did. I'm, I was rushing. You know, there's a lot of things going on. Man. Mm, and second, you were watching City of Lies. Excellent mm. movie. I, mm. I, I can go down <laughs> a huge rabbit hole about the Tupac and Biggie murder. But that, I see. Yes, see? That's a podcast that, that, for that another is day. an excellent movie. Sorry, getting back to the cult. I just wanted to say that, it's, it's especially I was just talking to the PR there. But um, Carson Wentz, man, it's just... We talked about it last week about, you know, the need really to get that game in particular for his kind of mental ghost that he's still trying to ghost buster, so to speak, out of his brain. And to not have that game go his way after 
and 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 this also speaks to another issue with regards to even though he said I'm not going to blame COVID after the game with that five day rule with the NFL because these guys come back and yes they're allowed to play but things are not all the way right <laughs> and it does affect you out there you know what I'm like saying like a knee injury Tyler like you a foot injury Tyler there you go there you go it's just like Greg Bell was talking to Tyler Lockett after he had his. Uh, COVID, and he was talking about he lost 10 pounds and people in my DMs, oh, Josina, that's a flu, that's a flu, whatever, okay? The fact of the matter is they still got something going on that's bothering them, and it's just unfortunate for Carson that it happened right at that time, and now, so, let and Safa, please explain this for me, so if the Colts lose, what happened? If the Colts lose, the Chargers and Raiders could pretty much kneel every possession all the way to the clock runs down, and they both could get into the playoffs. But no, with respect to the Colts, are they out? No, they're yeah, in. Yeah. If they win this week, they they could they could clinch. No, but if they mm-hmm. lose, if they lose, they're out. This the ste- that gives the Steelers uh, a window to get in. This oh, week. Can you so if they would have won, that? if they would have lost, playing. The Colts are playing the Jaguars in Jacksonville. The two and fourteen Jaguars. Oh my! Hold on! 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 Wait a minute! Wait. I got one more for Trevor Lawrence. It's always let me let Emily. You remember this? It always sets up dramatic for Carson. They're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Oh, please don't make him lose that game, y'all. I'm just trying to say, please do not make Carson playoff hopes come down to the Jaguars. Uh-huh. And lose to the Colts? I mean, lose and to the Jaguars? Oh, And okay. then there's a pot. If the Colts lose, the winner of the Chargers and Raiders, they would move up to six. And then the Steelers would probably be the seven. Or the Ravens. I know. Yeah. I think it's the Ravens. They would Look, be the at, at the end of the day, Josina, what you're talking about right now is the how Carson Wentz lost this game. I think the real factor of the matter is here is that in the playoffs, if the Colts get the sixth seed, they're going to have to face – Joe Burrow and the Bengals, a hugely, hugely bad matchup for them. If they would have won last week, they would have uh, gotten ahead of the Patriots and meet the Bills in the playoffs, who they beat because Jonathan Taylor ran all over Buffalo when they played. So you're looking at matchups. These are all very interesting things here. The matchups make a huge difference. You're right. And the matchups, absolutely. That's a huge point in terms of who they potentially would have matched up better and had a higher Mm -hmm. probability of beating. To beat, the threshold of getting into the postseason is still so huge for Carson after what happened. So there's just like this monkey, proverbial monkey, that he is desperately trying to get off of his back. And for it to come, I'm just saying, for it to come down to Jacksonville because of the situation, which is his choice of being in, Mm -hmm. being unvaccinated, you know what I'm saying? Though the rule, luckily for him, did change, you know, right when he needed it to be changed in order to come back sooner, or as he wouldn't even play. And I don't know. And who? And who's the backup? Oh, um, uh, uh, Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Yeah. What a crazy ser- series of events for Carson Wentz, right? And I think if you guys should definitely check out uh, Greg Doyle's column, one of our colleagues at the Indy Star, who pretty much railed Carson Wentz for saying that I missed practice, but I don't think it was a big ma- a factor in the reason why, you know, the Colts lost. He wrote last that week. win. Uh, after the Colts lost last week, Carson Wentz was like, oh, I don't think not being in practice was a big factor. But Carson Wentz practice. was one of the first quarterbacks. Talking about practice. Hey, sometimes look up, a little bit extra help. Not a game. Uh, not a game. Not a game. Right. We're talking about practice. 
Uh, guys, I wanted to talk to, uh, uh, lighten it up a little bit. And, and one real moment that kind of um, warmed my heart was, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video of Jalen uh, Jalen Hurts, excuse me, Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles walking off the field at Washington and uh, the railing and oh, the, the stadium collapsed and a bunch of Eagles fans fell down right at Jalen Hurts' feet. And the first <laughs> thing Jalen Hurts did was bend over and try to help somebody. I was about else. to say, it warmed your heart that a whole bunch of people fell down. Right. It warmed my heart to see. It warmed my heart to see Jalen Hurts picking up people, falling okay. at his feet, okay. hugging the fans, <laughs> posing for pictures with the fans. Um, that was a kind of a great moment for me to see for Jalen Hurts. With, for the Eagles, who have clinched a playoff spot, guys. Lord have mercy. The Philadelphia Eagles. Well, you know, it's been a love affair with the Eagles fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Going back to that city, you know, they try to ban me, tell me don't don't come to Philadelphia. Oh, this is not personal, Josina. It's not personal, Josina. No, no, no. I, listen, I love all fans. I just, listen, I can't help it. I tell the truth. Sometimes, you know, things come out ahead of mm-hmm. when you really understand them, and then you understand you know, but it is uh, what it is. But I'm Jay- happy. I'm happy that they prevailed. You know, a lot of people said a lot of things about Nick Sirianni that I think were worthy of being said, given the fact that he was not a play caller in Indianapolis when it comes to if he, Tyler, should have gotten that job in comparison to other candidates who had the resume, you know, to do it. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, you know, how much of that is Nick? How much of that is because Jalen Hurts is actually rounding into himself as a dual threat quarterback, you know, so. How much of it is wins over Washington and the Giants helping them out along the well, way it, too? It, it, I, I, it is good for Philadelphia, but they're one and done in the playoffs. I mean, they're either going to play the Rams. <laughs> why, 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 people, why you can't let the people marinate in listen, their accomplishments? Bucks, you always. Listen, guys. Come I just on, man. Wanna, I'm just, I, I'm just Tyler's not wrong. Tyler, you're not wrong. <laughs> Tyler, lose. you're not wrong. <laughs> one and done. You're not they got, wrong, Tyler. They got eight quarters left. They got four quarters <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> four quarters. Right. Hey, listen, folks, out there listening to this podcast, Tyler round. Dragon Dragon is always writing people's obituaries while it's still alive. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being honest. Left. They got eight quarters great. left. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight quarters to halftime. So it is a portion of the podcast where we do our predictions to our intrepid insiders who do their best not to steer you in the wrong direction. We have the Bengals who are 10 and 6 after Jamar Chase just ran laps around everybody in the last game with 266, I believe, receiving yards. Mm -hmm. And the Browns who are 7 and 9 played for, I'm not sure what last night, heart each other, what have you, and still found a way to lose that game, including Jadavian Clowney throwing his shoe into the stands or whatever that was. Who is winning this game? Tyler, you're already shaking your head. I already know you're going to pick the Browns again two weeks in a row. So I'm going to do myself a favor, do you a favor. I'm just going to pick the Bengals, man. Since he over over Cleveland, since he's on a roll, and uh, they lost to the Browns. They got beat down by the Browns earlier this season, I think. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and those guys, they would love nothing more to put a beat down back on the Browns and put a nice cap to the end of their regular season. You're talking as if I did not just witness that Cleveland Browns performance in Pittsburgh. Now, what I tried to tell you the Browns were going to lose last week. Give me after that performance. I mean, that was just an atrocious performance by the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield shouldn't even have played. 
<laughs> why is he even playing at this point? He's holding the team back. His shoulders hanging like five, out by six a thread. Case Keenum uh, would have given that team a better option. Um, there is mm-hmm. no way I am picking the Cleveland Browns to win this game. Maybe I don't it's care. strategic. Going to the Bengals. Going to the Bengals. I got the Bengals winning. Them ending the season on a high note. And if that? things shake out for them the Shout right way, the they they might move up in the, the AFC playoff standings, but I have the bank. Shout out Tony the Tiger. We got a dope project coming out with him this week. Huge Bengals super fan. Can't wait for you guys to see it. Sop is turning into a Bengals super fan, too. Let's he go Bengals. the Dolphins bandwagon. Yeah. He no longer even speaks on the Dolphins. No. He is there's... all about the Cincinnati Bengals now. I'm Sop, all about... He should move to Cincinnati as well. I'm all about rebuilds that work, but I'll be staying in Miami. I, I do want to say, though, I, I think that the uh, if, if all the cases are done and everything is mitigated, it's not a comment on Deshaun Watson off the field from a football standpoint. I do think that the Cleveland Browns should pursue Deshaun Watson. Moving I think on. So too. Huh? I think so, too. I think so, too. However, Cap- I think he should go to Miami. But Cleveland's but- probably a better option. There, there's less distractions off the field. <laughs> there's way more... <laughs> to do in Miami as opposed to Cleveland. Uh-huh. Cleveland is a better fit. I think uh-huh. Miami Overall. is rocking a hard place. I don't think you can move on from Tua after this. Are you um, serious? Tua's still throwing interceptions and cut fumbling the football. I think I think it looks really bad if you get Watch rid of Tua. Tyler. You bring Deshaun for let's say God forbid Deshaun gets injured or something happens or whatever. It's just the Dolphins got to sleep in their it's bed. It's just a bad. It's just you know it's just, it's it's a much harder proposition. Um. All right. So moving on to our next game, the Cowboys, eleven and five. Just I don't know what happened in that first half last night. Uh, yesterday, Cowboys against the uh, Cardinals. Though I will say the Cardinals, uh, at least the people I was talking to were predicting that they were going to win that game in advance of the game happening, especially because they play better on the road. Um, Oh, very much so. And then the Eagles, newly christened in the uh, playoffs, uh, are nine and seven. Um, This is interesting. Eagles have a little bit of mojo, got a little groove back in their Stella. Mm. I guess I said that. Uh, Who's going to win this game? (laughs) Stella, I love Mm -hmm. that. Uh, Tyler, I'm going with the Cowboys in this one. Um, Look, I I know we just praised Jalen Hurts for picking up his fallen Eagles fans right in front of him at the Washington Stadium right after that win last week. Um, and the Eagles have made the playoffs. Whatever you say about, you know, Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, Nick Sirianni as a coach, they made it into the postseason. A lot of other teams can't say that. But I think this is a bounce-back game for the Cowboys. I think Dak Prescott and that offense, everybody on that offense are way too good to be losing, you know, to the Cardinals. I think that defense is way too good to be losing to the Cardinals. And I don't think they lose to the Eagles this week. The Cowboys are flawed, but they are the best team by far and away in the NFC East, and that's why they're five and zero in the division. I think they're going to be six and zero after Sunday. The Cowboys defeated the Eagles. Yes, they are undefeated in the NFC East. The NFC East, the Eagles, the Giants, the Washington Football Team, who's going to announce their new name on February second? Oh, by the way, they they have a lot of ground to make up because the Cowboys are. The superior team by far got the Cowboys. Oh, there is by far, by far. By far. Okay. Mm. Um, we have the eight and eight Saints who, after all of this adversity, have still, have still, are still possibly, you know, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, have a chance to still be in the postseason. 
Will Philip Rivers pick up the phone now after they've gone through the Ian Book day? <laughs> I think he should. I think he should. Uh, the Falcons are seven and nine. Are still in this? Uh, who wins this game? So the Falcons aren't really like still in this. I think they're officially eliminated. But if they oh, wanna, are they? My fault. Yeah, my fault. Mm-hmm. the Falcons are officially eliminated. But if they want to hand it to the Saints, their NFC South rival, I think it'd be a good opportunity for them to do so. Look, it's between yeah. the 49ers and the Saints for the last playoff spot in the NFC. Um, the 49ers have some issues with. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. Um, you know, with Trey Lance and, and Jeremy Gar- Jimmy Garoppolo uh, being out. Um, and the Saints have high quarterback issues all year. Jameis Winston, Ian Book, like you mentioned, Taysom Hill. I don't know how the Saints are going to pull this one out, but their defense is good enough to beat the Falcons. I'm going to go with the Saints in this one, Tyler. Pick the Falcons, I, Tyler. I, I'm I, setting it up for I, you. I, I, I gave I you the know, alley. I don't know, but I want to pick the Falcons. But you want to pick the Falcons. It's not just because you picked the Saints. It's just – it's I Matt Ryan and I, Kyle I, Pitts. Yeah, but they it's are. Cordell Patterson. They're, they're kind of like the southern version of the Dallas Cowboys. They're an accident waiting to happen. So basically, uh, you pick the Saints. They both the South. Yeah, you know, I I do have to pick the Saints because they have. <laughs> they they could just Kamara. He ain't doing this whole dramatic. Kamara ain't doing nothing when, when there's no quarterback. He's he's the best player in the field. Yeah, he's. I'm he picking the Saints. A couple weeks ago. I think that they see a legit path to the playoffs in front of them because the 49ers have to play the Rams in L.A. Mm. If the 49ers mm. lose, the Saints win, they're in the playoffs. I got Alvin Kamara and the New Orleans Saints winning. Party on Bourbon Street. Let's go. Hurricanes for everybody. Oh, oof. Oof. Party on Bourbon Street. Bad, bad, okay. bad time with the Hurricanes. Well, I think this is a very interesting thing because you talked about and explained this to me because I always hate playoff whatever scenarios but the so the saints win and they also need the 49ers to lose correct yes correct very interesting because they're playing a rams team in this next game that we're going to talk about the nine and the seven 49ers going up against the 12 and four rams who have already clinched uh but if the 49ers win then what happens the rams if the Rams lose and the Cardinals win, then the Cardinals win the NFC West. So the Rams actually. No, I'm talking about what happens to the 49ers. They the 49ers the get in if they win and they if stay, they yes, the sixth seed. Right, but that's what I'm saying. This is interesting because they're still playing a Rams team that still has something to play for in terms yeah. of improving their mm-hmm. seat, right? Yes. So very, very interesting, you know, all around. And I wish I could even go a little bit more further into why I think that this is interesting. But go ahead, Josina. Go ahead. No, no, no. no, The four, the four. But I I just think. I I think this is. I think this is the good. A good. You know, uh, it's just going to really come down being interesting. Kudos to the NFL for, you know, always. You want to elaborate on that? She just said it's interesting, Tyler. You want to expound on that? No, this is why I think that the NFL is just a hundred times more interesting than the NBA because. Even during the regular season, it's oh, just so much NBA more dramatic. Well. I'm sorry. I have, I have a really, really good friend as a 76ers fan. Every time I talk to him, I have to listen to the 76ers playing in the background. And we uh, argue well, I'm sorry. The time. I'm sorry and about I that just, for you. I just, I can't. Ugh. Anyways. I'm sorry about that for you, but uh, Tyler Tyler and I, don't we don't handle uh, NBA slander really well. Oh, you don't handle NBA? Oh, okay. Yeah. My fault. So for Rams, Rams, Rams 49ers, Tyler, I got the Rams winning this one, I think. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. I don't know why you're shaking your head at me. Like, like Trey Lance is going to do something. You're looking at my picks, Soffit. I don't think Trey Lance is going to do much against that Rams defense. And if I'm L.A., I want to keep the second seed. 
Um, I want to stay away from the Packers as long as I can until the NFC title game. And I want to see in Green Bay. Yes. And I want to see if I can face the Eagles in the first round of the playoffs. So uh, I'm going to pick the Rams over the 49ers. The Rams are the second best team in NFC. They are legit Super Bowl contenders. I have the Packers um, a little bit ahead of the Rams just by a smidge. I think the Packers are more well-rounded and they can win ways in uh, multiple facets. It's just because you believe Um, in Aaron Rodgers more than Matthew Stafford. Uh, yeah, and then going to green. That's easy to say. I mean, yeah, that's obvious. That's easy to say. But they have shown me that they can win by running the football. Their defense is playing better. Uh, the Rams, they've been inconsistent, hence that three-game losing streak and, you know, so, so on. But the Rams, are better. the Rams are better than the San Francisco 49ers. We don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be uh, in San Francisco. The game is also on the road. Uh, the 49ers, the Bay, they don't really sit well with Roscoe's. And so, and the Bay's better than LA. So I'm just going <laughs> to. I'm just. I'm the picking. Bay is better than LA yes. from LA's finest. You're, Tyler so who Dragon? Are you who are you I, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Did I say the Bay is better than LA? Oh, yes, I mixed that up. Emily, yes, take that does. off. Take that off. Take that off. I met <laughs> no, 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 LA. No, 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 no. I met LA. I met LA. We need a video clip this one. Do not say that because I will never be able to go back. Um, nah, you better get jammed <laughs> up. I jammed up. I misplaced my words. The Bay is not better than LA. Better wow. than the Bay. So I have the Rams from LA beating. Go back in the sure? regular line. No TSA pre. No clear for you. I know. Nothing. Wow. This I'm not. You about to get no love. My city. Anymore. Wait till Roscoe see this, Tyler. Wait till Roscoe <laughs> see this. Yeah. Emily, play this in at Ross. Emily, please delete that. Delete that. No, we're going to video clip that's this one, please. Okay. <laughs> nice All game. right, so you're picking the Rams. I'm picking last... the Rams. Stop and look at my pick. Okay, so this is the last game, the game that you say is the game of the week. Chargers, 9-7 and seven at the Raiders, 9-7. and seven. I don't know if this is the game of the week, but you say it's the game of the week. <laughs> what's, the, what's the other game of the week? Because I understand the implications as far as making it's, it the game of the week. It's Jaguars. The combination of the teams make it the game of the week. Okay, I, so I what, what's, what's your choice? Uh, I'm just saying, you know, yes, it's the implications, but anyways, I'm not going to go further into that. <sighs> so the Chargers are 9-7. and seven, The Raiders are also 9-7. and seven. Whoever wins this game is in, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, they right. are. So, so there you go. So who are you picking? All right, Tyler. Uh, I, we, you and I exchanged some text messages before the podcast. I said I was going to pick every opposite team than you this week, and it's looking like we're picking all the same picks this week. This is ridiculous. This is don't absolutely just, don't ridiculous. Don't discuss private text conversations. It's not that private, Tyler. It's Man. okay. Relax. Everything is okay. But uh, I'm not hanging out with you in LA. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, you know, look, I want to see the Chargers and Chiefs in the first round of the playoffs. No, no, no. You're picking you, you, you. And for them to see, you could pick the Raiders. How about you pick the Raiders? Go ahead. I'm picking first. I'm picking the Chargers. I'm going to take your boy Justin Herbert to make the playoffs. I really want to see the Chargers and Chiefs in the first round, and the Chargers have to win. Uh, Stop it, first Sunday. of all, Emily, you need to. Um, Omit this because Soffit said that he is picking the Raiders. I have re- legit receipts. The Raiders. <laughs> Soffit said he was picking the Raiders. I won't reveal uh, where he said it, but like I just didn't say it. <laughs> I, I am. Um, 
<laughs> I, I'm probably gonna have to go to this game. I'm probably gonna have to go to this game in Las Vegas. You're gonna have to go with the Raiders. That's what you said. No, I'm gonna have to go to this game because this is this is the game it's of the week. Game. Joe it's Cena. a home game for the Raiders. It's a home game for the Raiders. You're not taking um, the Raiders at home. The Chargers. I'll be in. I'll be in LA. So. Ooh. Oh, oh uh, yeah. So LA. guys, I guess I can't buy you Roscoe. Man, I was gonna. I was, oh, gonna, I was, I was gonna Anyways, do it again. Anyways, I have the Chargers sweeping the season series over the Las Vegas Raiders. They beat the Raiders already this season. Justin Herbert, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, those are the best players on the field. Don't forget Keenan Allen. I got the Los Angeles Chargers getting into the playoffs. I cannot believe this, Tyler. I cannot believe this. We enter the final week of the regular season tied 50 and 36 in our picks this year. And in the last week of picks, we all pick the same picks. This it's is not the so last week. We got boring. playoffs. We got playoffs. And mm-hmm. I told you to pick the Raiders. What are you, you, Jim Mora? Yeah, I know, right? We got the playoffs. The Bay is better than L.A., right, Tyler? No, no, no. I want, I want the regular season crown, yeah, though. I need that's to change like up one of my the picks the equivalent here. of the ceiling. Okay, stop and pick the Raiders in. Change the pick to the Raiders. I might pick the Falcons. Okay, pick the Falcons. Is that okay, Producer Emily? Can I have one change? Oh, we got a thumbs up from Producer Emily. At least I'll pick the team that I don't think is going to win. Tyler has no confidence to do anything like that. Wow, I told you to pick the Raiders. I picked the Falcons. You, you were, were on the fence about the Falcons. You were, you were on the fence on the Falcons. to pick the Raiders. <clears throat> no, no, no. Have y'all locked in your picks 20 minutes later? <laughs> I'm glad for Joe once Cena, Josina Joe want to end the podcast Joe early. has to go because she needs to drink her uh, gallon of lemonade. I was drinking my red clover tea. If we not talk about what's going on with Josina anymore, then... <laughs> oh, wow. Don't be mad. <laughs> Don't be mad. <laughs> All right, guys. We reached to the final week of the NFL season. Thank you so much for tuning Regular in. Regular season. Thank you so much for listening to us through the regular season. Here on It's a Football Podcast. Download the USA Today Sports app if you haven't had it already. And just remember, guys, we want you to fan harder with USA Today Sports. It's a football podcast. Find it now on the USA Today Sports Plus app, where the biggest fans fan harder. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.